Hey, Kevin Draves here with The Howl for Diamond Box Bluetooth Speakers. I got to tell you, I play basketball at the gym down the road for me all the time. And sometimes I go late at night. I bring my Diamond Box. And now they're introducing three new systems. The new L2, XL2, and M2 all feature stereo sound by themselves or split stereo sound with wireless syncing of two units for a live sound experience. Loud enough for any environment. And I kid you not, you could play this at low volume and you'll hear it in any room of your house. This is the most powerful Bluetooth boombox speaker on the market today. Check them out on Twitter at Diamond Box Co. That's box with two X's, Diamond Box Co. You're listening to the NBA 2K League show on Dash Radio. Away from your team's first right title. Right it's only one quarter till your name hangs with idols. Preparation, everything, fundamentals, vital. Each game is survival. Never be true. I ride a diesel through your town like the Miami Heat. South Beach, they be showing us love. Takes it up. Oh, yeah, Everybody, welcome to the NBA 2K League show on Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. Brought to you by Rode Microphones, studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. We are your source for NBA 2K League coverage each and every week. Here, covering the best of the best, not the rest of the rest. Welcome to the NBA 2K League show here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Here to discuss with you today the 3 versus 3 throwdown tournament held by the NBA 2K League. It started March 27th, Friday, and the NBA 2K League hosted the 3 for All showdown, which was a 3-on-3 tournament that pitted fans, influencers, and the top female NBA 2K players all to challenge the NBA 2K League teams. The tournament was held completely online and was a blast to watch. Stage one of the tournament was fans' teams battling it out on Xbox and PS4 platforms. The fan teams who made it to stage two will ultimately meet the top female players in NBA 2K, social media influencers, and the NBA 2K League players themselves, once again, in both Xbox and PS4 brackets platforms. The tournament will be broadcast on NBA 2K League's Twitch and YouTube channels, so go and check that content out if you've missed it in the grand prize of it all, $25,000 prize pool, with 15000 of that going to non NBA 2K League teams that made it to stage two with the two furthest teams advancing and earning $5,000 and $2,500 respectively. An incredible amount to get after it in the park. $9,000 of that cash prize pool was available to NBA 2K League teams who made it furthest advancing to the NBA 2K League's 
bracket, getting $3,500 and $1,000 respectively. And $1,000 was available to the winners of the fan-only brackets in the first stage, $500 awarded to each winning team. This is the NBA 2K League show here on Dash Radio's Nothing But a Channel. I am joined by the Three for All Showdown tournament winners on the PS4 side. Hunt Nations, Mario Coffee goes by the gamertag, MyParkBully. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure, really. I got to be honest here. This was an incredible run. You went through an, an elite group of talent, uh, whether it was 76ers GC in the finals, Gen G, the newest NBA 2K League uh, team in the semifinals, uh, Team Tysono, Kingsguard Gaming in the first round, who actually went to the finals on the Xbox side in a different squad. I mean, really uh, a high-level competition, all focused on the park model. This is a three-versus-three half-court set for those just new to the NBA 2K League scene. Now, uh, Mario, I want to ask you about kind of the buildup to this event. You are sitting there. You're like, hey, we got to get a team in this thing. How did you decide on the other two guys for your squad? Um, really, I just thought about who are the best players in the world. And um, the best players, in my opinion, are, are people that have came from my crew. And I found these guys last year, actually, in NBA 2K19. And um, I picked them up and I brought them around me and I was just telling them like, yo, you guys have extreme talent and a lot of potential. And I, and I felt like they should have proved to the world that they have this potential. So I told them to start streaming on Twitch. And then they started streaming on Twitch. They've gotten partnered. And um, I wanted to prove to the world that these guys that I found last year are actually the best in the world. So I had to pick them up for the tournament in order for me to actually show people like these guys there's ever a chance, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. And one of the things, as with many sports, well, really all the sports that I can think of that are team-based, is your chemistry and understanding of how each other works is so important. Now, when you're in a three-on-three setting, you get your point guard, you got the center, and you got your forward. And so all those guys have to know where everyone's at on the court. So how important was that chemistry as you dove into this tournament? Uh, well, our main our main focus throughout the whole entire tournament was defense because we know that our, our offense is, is a killer offense. Like, our offense is, if if my point guard's not scoring the ball, I'm going to score the ball. If I'm not scoring the ball, then my center's going to score the ball. So our offense throughout that whole entire tournament was just on point. Our main focus was really just getting stops and figure out how to work through the, uh, the opponent's offense and just bouncing back off that, really. A you know, very good point there, Mario, is you know, defense is what I think many would say wins championships. And you see uh, a lot of the elite teams, they understand that the offense will come. It's really the focus sure. on the defensive side and imposing your will on the other team. And a, a point I want to make to new listeners of whether it's the NBA 2K League show or new fans, listeners to the NBA 2K League audience, is that in the three-on-three park scenario, Possessions matter extremely uh, because there's limited amount. You played at 21, first one over is winning, right? So there's not a lot of possessions to be had. So you might get a five, six, seven point lead. That could be all that's wrote. So let's talk about some of the tough matchups you face. You, you opened up Kingsguard Gaming. Um, let's let's dive into one of these games here, and I want to hear your thoughts on which matchup had you the most sort of thinking, this might be the end of our tournament. Um, honestly, the Kingsguard gaming one 
the way we brought the energy to into the beginning of the match, I knew right then and there that we were we were gonna win. I was a little bit nervous simply because of the fact that we never practiced throughout this whole entire tournament. We never walked up. We never played with each other. This is probably our first time all three of us are playing in months. We we literally just dove straight in with no practice, and we just had to work our chemistry through that. And um, our, our really, the main reason why we didn't practice and focus is because whenever we're practicing, we we tend to overthink. And I feel like overthinking is like, overthinking is like the devil to me. Like, it's just bad, you know what I mean? So I always tend not to overthink, and I always want to just go straight in with confidence. And that's what we did during the first round, and we just went straight in with confidence. As far as the ty- Team Ticino one, um, our strategy was to win on the server because there's two servers. There's a West server and an East server we played on. We won on the West server, which was the delayed part because it's a little bit lag when you play on the opposite servers, but it's host, so it makes it more fair. We actually won on their server and lost on our own server. <laughs> Even when we lost on our own server, there was a time where the score was 20 to 16, and my team was just giving up. They were arguing, and I was just telling them, like, yo, we need to just focus, you know what I mean? And um, whatever happens in the tournament, if we lose, oh, well, so be it. Like, we don't lose anything. But as for now, we need to stop complaining, stop arguing, and just lock in. You know what I mean? That's all I just kept repeating throughout the whole entire series is, yo, stop arguing, stop complaining, just lock in. And um, as soon as we locked in, we ended up having a crazy comeback from 20 to 16 to, I think, 22-20. So it was, it was amazing. Yes, and I'm joined here with My Park Bully. He is on the NBA 2K League Show. You can catch us every week here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. He is walking us through his gauntlet run through the 3 for All Showdown tournament hosted by the NBA 2K League. Just went over Kingsguard Gaming, Tyson O's victory, and really a very good learning lesson for gamers out there looking and having aspirations, whether it's Pro-Am or NBA 2K League, to really Try and stay locked in. If you're going to lose, lose on your own accord, right? Would you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. Now, you end up having a, a really interesting matchup here in the semifinals and finals. You're going against two NBA 2K League uh, teams, Gen G Gaming and the 76ers GC. Um, I'd like to hear your thoughts on that Gen G semifinals win. Uh, I remember on the semifinals game, the other team, we just got in their head. Uh, we got in their head really quickly, actually. I remember... We started off like 6-0. We hit two threes back-to-back, and they literally just, like, they gave up. They tore apart. Our defense was just on point. Um, they just couldn't score the ball. Every single time it goes down to the shot clock, they would just have to force up enough. And that right there, the semifinals, I would say we probably played the, the best defense we've ever played throughout the whole entire tournament during that series. We were just all on point from steals to passing lanes to blocks, everything was just on point, and we just got it done. Bit of a correction. It was Gen G versus 76ers GC, who ultimately you played in the finals. But to your point, what you just said there was defensively, you're locked in, your your team is clicking. That leads you into that finals matchup against 76ers GC, who has you know one of the arguably greatest players in the world here. Um, this team is 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 dialed in. They're focused. They're on a big win streak here through the tournament. You guys meet head to head, and I I need to hear what it felt like when the moment came where you guys had won this thing. Okay, so that that finals game was probably the craziest comeback 
right? I've ever experienced on a video on a video game. And um, to kind of explain to kind of explain that, honestly, I know the point guard of the other team. Um, he's one of the best players on two K. His name is Radiant. Yes. And um, a fun fact: me and him used to go head to head back in NBA two K seventeen. And um, he used to always praise me for, for locking him up because he was always unstoppable. And um, I used to always guard him in Pro-Am, in, in real Pro-Am, not part of the Pro-Am. And every time I guarded him, he used to always just praise my defense like, yo, you're the only person who could, who could guard me. And honestly, I didn't. That wasn't my initial thought going into the tournament game. I wanted my point guard to, you know, kind of guard him, see where he can go and see, see if he can, you know what I'm saying, take care of it. But obviously, it wasn't the case. We ended up being down 0-2, and they just started arguing and started giving up. But I'm just like, yo, we got to change something. Like, we can't keep playing the same way if we're just going to keep losing. You know what I mean? And I was like, you, you know what? Let me go him on defense. And then on offense, whatever we do, like I said, we, we score the ball. But as far as this series goes, we just need to play defense. And... We ended up playing defense. A lot of funny stuff happened during the series. A lot of shots went in that weren't supposed to go in. And um, we ended up winning the series 3-2. It was, it was crazy. And um, the feeling that we had afterwards, I was even talking to my teammates. It was just like, yo, I'm shaking. Like, I can't believe we actually did it. And um, my teammates are usually the type to, to give up quick as well. So I just had to really go into coach mode and just tell them to lock in. Like, yo... We made it all the way to the finals. Win or lose, people are still going to be proud of us because they didn't even think that we were going to get past the second round. So, yeah. Well, let's shout out the squad. We got the Hunt Nation squad. We got Quan the God as the point guard, RIPX Rail Center, and you guys. You guys did it. 3-2 victory, like you said, over 76ers GC. Congratulations on winning the 3-for-all showdown PS4 bracket. And thank you so much for joining us today on Dash Radio's Nothing But My Channel. Hey, this is Aaron Groshan with the NBA 2K League Show, and I am going to be recapping the Spring 16 Tournament, a preseason exhibition match featuring 16 of your NBA 2K League teams. Uh, First-round games were April 10th and 11th. First-round matchups, Magic Gaming versus Pacers Gaming. Ultimately, Pacers Gaming goes on. I'm going to go over these first-round games rather quickly. Lakers Gaming, T-Wolves Gaming in the first-round matchup. T-Wolves Gaming on to the second round. Nets Gaming plays 76ers GC. It was the 76ers GC moving on for that matchup. Grizz Gaming then played Hornets Venom GT with the Grizz taking the W. Knicks Gaming versus Hawks Talon GC. Hawks Talon getting the win over Knicks Gaming. The next matchup on April 11th, Cavs Legion GC versus the Warriors Gaming Squad. Warriors Gaming Squad moves on to the second round. It was the Wizards District Gaming team versus Raptors Uprising GC. Wizards District Gaming moving on in that matchup. And last but not least, B5 Blazers Gaming going up against the expansion Gen G Tigers of Shanghai. Gen G getting the upset victory moving on to the second round. Now, this is where I can dive in significantly. So let's talk about the quarterfinals action. These games took place on April 13th. 
and we'll begin with the Pacers Gaming versus T-Wolves Gaming. Now, not without some audio interruptions. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't get the sound F, you know, effects to come through on the Twitch stream. It was still a great matchup to watch. T-Wolves Gaming win 2-1 to one, as they actually lost their first match on the Pacers server. It was 73-69 to 69 in a tightly contested matchup. And the Wolves ended up winning the second game on their home server by having really a huge second quarter by Bear to Beast. J Money Rupp came through huge, securing the game two victory, 75 to 62. Then in game three, the Pacers were flooded by 43 points. Bear with an amazing effort with a smooth 40 point performance. A game three final score, 94 to 51. The next matchup of the day was 76ers GC versus Grizz Gaming. He may be on a new team, but it's the same defensive presence. I'm talking about Goofy. Goofy for Grizz Gaming, making his presence known early with a block. Grizz ended up holding on to a small early lead in the first quarter, 19-18. Now coming out of halftime, 76ers GC was down by two. 36 to 35, and then it was Breadwinner really contributing on the offensive end in that second game. And with the 76ers GC squad trailing 40 to 34, it was Radiant, their star, knocking down the three to change the momentum of the match. 76ers GC goes on winning the first game 70 to 65 over Grizz Gaming. It was GG's. 476ers gaming as they took that 2-0 series lead by closing out Grizz Gaming 58-41 in the second match. We look forward to watching the 76ers and former season two guest Steez play last year's NBA 2K League champions tomorrow against T-Wolves Gaming. The third matchup was Wizards District Gaming versus the Gen G Tigers of Shanghai. Now, I mentioned this on the first round recap quickly that Gen G came off an impressive first round series victory over Blazers 5 Gaming. The Gen G Tigers, who are now facing Wizards District, starting off with a lineup of it's JBM at the point, Reese to God at the two, just awkward at the small forward, and Nudini and Deify rounding out the front court at power forward and center. Nudini with the clutch first quarter three as time expired to put up the district by one. Really a, a cool and fun and exciting first quarter of action. If you missed it, hit the live stream and you know play that play that back. Maybe you can find. I, I'm not sure if they're up on YouTube Gaming yet, but you should be able to find the replays. If this is a fun, this game specifically was probably the matchup of the day as far as I'm concerned. This was an exciting game. 18 to 17 over the Gen G Tigers, Wizard District up after the first. It was then the Gen G's first overall selection in NBA 2K League champion. I'm talking about turn up defense with a corner three of his own, bringing the Tigers within two points, 20 to 22. Last second threes. How about another quarter ender three? Gen hits, and the Tigers are now back in front, 35 to 33 at halftime. The Gen G Tigers were able to extend the lead to 57-47 as Deadeye has an and-one opportunity. In what was a wild finish to the fourth quarter, Wizard District on a 17-4 run, Jen is able to find Killy for a knockdown three with only 10 seconds remaining in the game. 
Gen G loses a tough one, a heartbreaker, a classic matchup in this 16 team tournament in overtime 74 to 72. Wizards District starts the first quarter off hot. They are on a 12 to 3 run in the second game and then the floodgates open. Wizard District wins 2-0 by sweeping the Tigers, closing out with an impressive 44 victory presented by Alarm.com. Now, hashtag run the district player of the series was JMP, who finished 62 points, 5 for 8 from 3-point range in 13 assists. Be sure to add him on social media at Jack Mascone. That's J-A-C-K-M-A-S-C-O-N-E on Twitter. Now the next day's games. This is Hawks Talent GC versus Warriors Gaming Squad. Gradient working his magic on the offensive end as he hit a corner three to put the Warriors up 28-24. to Hawks Talent would take their first lead ultimately in the second at a score of 29-28. to It was CB13 keeping everything going as he knocked down another three from long range. It's off a pick-and-roll action with Slaughter. Warriors up in the third quarter. It was a runaway in the fourth as the Warriors grabbed the dub, 74-53. 16 points from Hawks Talon, BP, but he'll need to improve the 9 assists to 10 turnovers in the second game if he wants to keep the team alive. CB13 and B Smooth with the offensive load in game one, combining for 49 points on 11 for 21 from three point range. Jin started leaving his mark all over the series, hitting a first quarter three. Warriors Gaming getting it going again here in the second game of the Hawks Talon versus Warriors Gaming Squad matchup. After BP threw it down with a slam, Hawks are now up 12 to 10 early here in the first quarter. Hawks Talon GC holding tight in the third quarter. Ultimately, more of the same by Warriors Gaming though, as they are keeping the lead well into the fourth. Time ultimately runs out on Hawks Talon, and that is a wrap. 71-67 as Hawks Talon GC falls. Warriors Gaming moving on to the semifinals. Now here's a quick semifinal preview. T-Wolves Gaming will play 76ers GC in a rematch of last year's Season 2 Finals. Look for that recap in next week's NBA 2K League show right here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Wizards District will face Warriors Gaming Squad. And let's not forget to mention that this tournament was kindly hosted by our newest NBA 2K League franchise, Hornets Venom GT. And it's their swarm to serve message. Help a neighbor virtually. Check in on your friends. Donate time and read to a child. Let's all not forget this swarm to serve message. Now, back to the NBA 2K League show here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net Show. Right now, we're taking a look at the rest of the NBA Players 2K tournament that recently aired on ESPN. Uh, first matchup for this week's games was Rui, Hashimura, and the Clippers taking on Booker and the Mavs. Devin Booker, that is. Some good banter to start this one off. A good back and forth to start this game with Rui taking the early 8-5 lead. One thirty to go in the first, and Booker ties it up with the corner three from right. Nice transition bucket under 30 to go. Puts Rui back up by four, 17-13, and pushed the lead to six, but his guy airballs a layup. Booker pushes it to score, and the first ends 17-15, Rui on top. 
early in the second. Rui's feeling it. A couple nice three makes, and he is up 26-18, to 18, uh, four minutes to go in the half. Rui struggles on defense, though, for a stretch, and it leads to a 6-0 Booker run, and he is right back in it, 2.30 to go. Make that a 9-0 run and the lead after the corner three from Booker's Mavs. Under two to go, and it is all Booker who is now up four, and that continues as the seconds count down in the half, but Rui has the ball, looking to cut back the lead and gain some much-needed momentum. He holds for the last shot, gets the open three, but misses, so Booker up four at the half. Midway through the third, and a putback slam has Rui within one, and this is anybody's game. Booker is having none of a Rui comeback as he goes on a 6-0 run, including a Luca Green top of the key three, and under two to go in the third, it is all Booker. Rui has really been sloppy for large portions of the game, and another turnover gets Booker the transition three and the 10-point lead. Lots of game left, but this one's starting to feel like it's over. Booker throwing out some tough trash talk and ends the third quarter up 13. Fourth quarter, more of the same. Rui really struggling on defense, and a wide-open Curry makes it a 15-point lead for Booker. With four minutes to go in the game, and Boban hits the inside bucket to make it a 17-point lead for Booker, and there just isn't enough time now to come back. Final score in this one, 71-55. Booker is moving on to the semifinals. Harold taking on Derek Jones Jr., both showing the importance of strategy in choosing their matchups. Harrell says he will choose his team based on matchups, and once Jones chooses the Mavs, Harrell goes to Portland. Derek taking advantage of Porzingis early as he is on fire inside. Still, though, Harrell up 8-6. to six. Harrell talks about how he knows how to use all the different players effectively, and it shows as he builds a 20-13 to 13 lead as the first is closing. But a buzzer-beater three out of an inbounds play with only one second to go keeps things close for Derek and the Mavs. Derek unable to build on that momentum, though, as the second starts. All Harrell now, who is up 28-16. to Derek so far, no points, two minutes into quarter two. A 5-0 run gives Jones Jr. some light, but Harrell always has an answer and is able to keep him at arm's length. Under a minute to go, things are looking up as a hardaway make puts Derek within two, 28-30, but some sloppy play to end the half has Harrell still up 34-28. to Midway through the third, and Harrell is feeling it. He's take, talkative, he's confident, and he should be. He is now on top 47-36, a big-time 11-point lead. Early in the fourth, and the lead is now 13, and this one really feels like it is over. Under two minutes to go, though, and Derek trying to make one last charge down just seven after a dunk. Able to get it to five with a minute to go, but a tough driving make seals the deal for Harrell, or does it? 35 seconds to go and a seven-point lead, but two missed free throws, and Jones answers with a three, and there's a small chance left. Harrell and the Blazers hit both free throws after the foul, but another three makes it a three-point game with nine seconds to go. Is there a chance, or is it too little too late? And unfortunately, it is just that. Too little, as Harrell wins 71-66 is your final, and he is moving on. Next up, we have Drummond and the Bucks versus Beverly and the Sixers. This is two fun personalities matching up in this one. Early on, it's a good back and forth, but Drummond able to build a small lead up 12-8, to eight, a minute and a half to go in the first. But he isn't done yet, as he keeps building that lead up to 16-8 to eight over the next minute, 21 to 10 is the score after one. Beverly heating up in the second, and after a corner three, he is on a 7-0 run down just four. Drummond, though, answers with a run of his own. With two to go in the half, he is up 32-21, 
and he has all of the momentum. Beverly plays 2K just like he plays in the NBA. Lots of talking, and honestly, it is super entertaining. Beverly says Drummond better take Cavs for the championship, and he says he for sure will. Although, to me, that seems a little premature. Second half, Beverly is fighting back. Down 36-32 early on, back within four, and then a sloppy play gets him two more, and we have a new ball game. Beverly isn't done as he gets a stop and a corner three, and the lead is his. Five to go in the third, lots of time left for both teams. A back and forth ensues, neither team able to pull away. These guys are really having a good time, and this is one of the best games of the tournament. Under a minute to go in the third, and Beverly is up one. One second to go in the quarter, and Drummond throws it in. Bloodso beats the buzzer with a three, and just like that, he takes the 46-45 lead, heading to the fourth. Beverly starts to build a lead in that fourth quarter and is celebrating, but Drummond tells him, I got three minutes, which is followed up by another Beverly basket, and he is now up 58-49. to And this one, honestly, could be over, and unfortunately for Drummond, it is. Final score, 69-62. to uh, Drummond prolonged it as long as he could with fouls and timeouts, but it just wasn't meant to be. Next up, we have Aiton and the Clippers versus Trey Young and the Lakers. Aiton looking good in the first, up 8-2 to two after the green corner three with 3.46 to go in the first. Make it 11-4 to four with another green corner three. That is clearly his hot spot in this game. Under two to go, and the lead for Aiton is up, up to 10 after you guessed it, another corner three. Trey is constantly questioning everything as he just has no answers for Aiton so far. Aiton is a good conversationalist, but Young, a man of very few words, to say the least, literally. And uh, he seems just very, very focused. And so uh, while we have some games that are very, very entertaining in terms of the back and forth, this definitely was not one of them. Fast forward to the second half, and Young has found his way back, now down just three. Trey Young is all in on driving with LeBron as back-to-back dunks are keeping him alive in this game. Under a minute to go and some lax defense from Harrell, and Aiton leads to a wide-open Young and KCP3, and we have a one-point game. Then a steal and fast-break bucket, and just like that, Young has the lead, 51-50, heading into the fourth. Midway through the final quarter, and it is tied at 58. Aiton drives, gets the dunk, and the foul to take the lead. A minute to go, 65-62. Aiton is on top, and he has the ball. Aiton tells Young, ISO isn't working, and he has to pass. And he is right, as Aiton stops the ISO, gets the steal, and the transition basket, and that is what we call game. 73-66 is your final in this one, as Young is eliminated, and Aiton is moving on. Next up, it is time for the semifinals. Now, there's some changes here. This is now best of three. So the other ones were all single elimination games. This one, you have a chance to go to three full games. If it is good, maybe you sweep after two. Time will tell. It is Aiton and the Nets in our first matchup versus Beverly and the Celtics. The one thing to keep in mind in the best of three is you have to switch teams every single game. So before the tournament started, all the players picked a stable of teams they could then choose from. Each team can only be used once per team, or per player, I should say. All right, let's take a look here at this uh, great, great matchup to see who will be the victor in game number one of the best of three. Should be a good matchup. Aiton and the Nets versus Beverly and the Celtics. Aiton with the early 7-4 to four advantage. As quarter one comes to a close, we are all tied up 16-16. to 16. 
Aiton dares Beverly to shoot the Wanamaker three, and he hits it to take that 21-20 lead. Both teams have been very sloppy and lax on the defensive end. Very few stops and lots of wide-open baskets, 29-29, a minute to go in the half. Second half, Aiton with the huge slam, and he is starting to get vocal up three. Beverly looks more intense now and definitely focused. Midway through the third, it is all Aiton, but now up nine after the deep Kevin Durant three. But just as you blink, a Pat Bev 9-0 run gets it back under a minute to go in the third. Aiton is getting sloppy on both ends, and that is definitely something Beverly's taking advantage of. Beverly ends up taking the small lead into the fourth, and he has all the momentum. In the fourth, Aiton starts heating up for three, and he is now on top, 61-57. to Aiton now talking some trash, and Papev is silent. This game is a lot different from the last one Papev played, yet you can tell how much both guys really want this. Two minutes to go, Aiton has the ball up five, but he fails to capitalize, and Papev with the answer again is now just down three. Minute to go, Bev has the ball down five. He drives in, hits the tough inside shot. Can he make the comeback? Aiton, though, answers with the three, and as he shoots it, he calls game. But Beverly doesn't go quietly as he answers right back with the three-point play, and a back-and-forth ensues. 11 seconds to go, Beverly down two, and he is forced to foul. Uh, but this one, unfortunately, is over as he, Aiton is able to make his shots at the free-throw line. Final score, 75-69. to Aiton takes game one. Remember, you're listening to the NBA 2K League Show, and we are covering the NBA Players 2K Tournament here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Now we jump to game number two in this series. Aiton takes his sons, and Bev goes nuggets. And as he should, Aiton knows this team well as he builds the early 8-2 lead. Two minutes to go. It is still all Aiton, who is now up 15-7. A big part of his game is dominating in the paint so far on offense. Papev tries to fight back with a run of his own, but so far Aiton always has the answer. Up 18-12, 33 seconds to go in quarter one. But the next 30 seconds are a nightmare for Beverly, who not only doesn't score, but he can't get any stops. And the Suns are on fire from deep, 24-14, Aiton on top after one. Second quarter is more of the same as Papev cannot break through, and halfway through, Aiton is still up 28-21. The problem that Beverly's running into is he can score, but he just can't get enough stops. Back and forth, bucket for bucket, is just not going to get the job done. He's never going to break through that lead. Javon Carter is for sure the MVP for Team Aiton. He has another three, and as half one is winding down, Aiton is on top 33-25. Second half, Aiton still rolling, just doesn't give Beverly any breathing room as he uses himself to posterize Jokic, and he jumps up celebrating 39-31 lead. I love Aiton making plays with Aiton, and Beverly is doubting as Aiton talks about how accurate it is. Beverly has definitely made the best games so far in this tournament. The back and forth that he is part of makes this so much more entertaining. Under two in the third, Aiton is pulling away, now up 13. Still looks like he is living his best life. Meanwhile, not as much smiling from Patrick Beverly. Midway through the fourth, and it is an eight-point game as Beverly tries to make one last push. With a minute to go, it is a five-point game, but Aiton and the Suns have the ball. Aiton scores again, and that is all she wrote. 74-67 is your final score, and just like that, Aiton wins, gets the sweep, and he is moving on to the finals. We move on to our second matchup in the semifinals. That is Montrez Harrell taking on Devin Booker. Harrell ends up taking the Rockets. Meanwhile, Booker takes the Clippers. 
Two to go in the first quarter, and Booker leads 10-9. So far, neither team able to pull away. Booker able to grow the lead and to get a little breathing room, building up a five-point lead to end quarter one. Booker still on top midway through quarter two. Neither team able to pull away, and some really bad defense by both players. Lots of wide-open looks. Like in real life, Booker has taken advantage of some solid three-point shooting, and he hits the deep ball with Schmidt, and now has the largest lead of the game at seven, to two to go in half number one. At the half, the lead is double figures for Booker, who is up 39-29. to 29. Harrell has lagging problems in the third, and Booker doesn't care as he takes advantage after saying he wouldn't. Both guys kind of laugh, but my guess is Harrell probably wasn't too pleased about this. Booker says it is about to get ugly as he builds back up his biggest lead, now 13 midway through the third. 56-40 is the score after three, and that is that. You could tell this one was over. Defense non-existent by Harrell as Booker just left wide open time and time again, 68-54 is the final, and we move on to game number two, which is an elimination game if Booker wins. Game two, Booker has the Raptors and Harrell with the Bucks. Harrell draws first blood. Can he find a way to right the ship from last game, or will he get swept? First quarter, not much for entertainment as we have lots of back and forth, although not a ton of scoring, just very, very close. Early in the second, and we see signs of life from Booker as he is starting to gain momentum. He builds a lead up 21-15. Harrell continues to struggle on defense, Booker getting wide open looks. Two minutes to go, and we have lots of smack talk, complaining, but very little wiggle room for either team. Booker up 27 to 25, Harrell sticking with him so far. Halftime, we are all knotted up 31 to 31. This has honestly been one of the most entertaining games of the tournament. One minute in, and Harrell is back on top after the green three, then another green three with Bledsoe, and he is building something. 39-33, and Harrell has his biggest lead of either game. Booker is quick to answer back with a run of his own, and he has the ball down just two with 2.30 to go in the third. He scores the tough inside bucket, and we are tied. It is a new game once again. It feels like Harrell blew this opportunity, and I could see Booker taking over now like he did in game number one, but time will tell. Early in the fourth, and Booker is up six, and it is make or break time for Harrell. Neither team able to build much, but Booker is hanging on by a thread up two with 135 to go in the game. He has the ball, and he scores four-point game and lead for Booker. Harrell answers right back, but then a funny sequence where he touts his great defense, and then he proceeds to leave a guy wide open under the basket for the easy score for Booker. Bledsoe dunks, and it is still a two-point game with 40 seconds to go. If only Harrell could play some defense. Harrell struggles to just intentionally foul, but does it, gets it done. Booker misses one. Harrell has a chance, down just three, but he turns it over, and that is ball game. Final score, 65-62. Booker is on to the championship to take on his son's teammate, DeAndre Ayton. All right, we jump to the championship now, and another best of three. We will have it, and is it going to go all the way, or are we going to get another sweep? Let's see who is the victor. Booker is taking the Rockets in Game 1, Aiton going with the Lakers. And Aliyub keeps Aiton on top 9-6 to six, midway through quarter 1. He keeps it rolling. He's able to build the lead to 14-8. to eight. With 122 to go in the first and sloppy defense by Aiton, lets Booker get right back in at 14-12. And with a minute to go, we are all tied up. Second quarter and a 3 puts Booker on top, and he has stolen all of the momentum. Booker is showing off impressive ball movement as he pushes the lead to six of the green corner three. 
midway through quarter two, and not much has changed as Booker is holding strong ahead five with 30 seconds to go. He makes his move, and he has his biggest lead of eight. In the third, Aiton starting to fight back with a comeback, down three midway through. This comeback, though, was short-lived, and Booker pushes the lead to double digits at the two-minute warning of the third. In the fourth, Aiton uses Anthony Davis to take over, and just like that, it is a one-point game, 55-54. to Unfortunately for Aiton, that is as close as he would get as Booker keeps him at arm's length the rest of the way. Booker even pulling away, and your final score in Game 1 of the Finals, 72-62, Booker takes it. Booker and the Nuggets versus Aiton and the Bucks for Game 2 of the Finals. Booker, of course, looking for the sweep. Aiton looking to push it to one final game. 9-6 is the early lead for Booker after the transition dunk. Both guys so far not pleased with the officiating, which I'll tell you right now, when I play 2K, I'm definitely yelling at the officials too. The Jokic corner three under two to go in quarter one gives Booker his biggest lead up 14-10 so far. 19-14 is the score after one. Booker looking for that sweep. Some of the worst defense you will ever see in a 2K game. And just like that, we are tied at 22, midway through quarter two. Aiton scores again, and he has finally taken the lead. Can he use this and springboard everything to some momentum? But that was short-lived of a lead, as you can get, as Booker goes on a tear, and under a minute to go in the half, he is on top 39-32. to Third quarter, and Aiton is still feeling the effects of quarter two as he is matching Booker shot for shot, but has made no headway on the deficit. Midway through the third quarter, and this one honestly feels over. Booker is all the way up 13 now, and Aiton looks like he just has nothing left. The rest of the way, 10 points was as close as this game ever got again. And your final score, 74-62. to Booker wins the game, sweeps the series, and is the tournament champion. So congrats to Devin Booker for taking the uh, the first NBA Players 2K tournament. Uh, and we really appreciate here on the 2K League show uh, um, that they were able to put out this content. And obviously it's fun to be able to take a look at some of the players. And hopefully they'll do this again. I know there's other players that are real big into 2K. Some of these guys, I know Zach Levine, if you watched much of this, uh, much of this series, it was pretty obvious Zach Levine is not exactly uh, a longtime 2K player. Uh, there's other guys, though, in the league that I know for a fact are pretty big into the game, guys like Carl Towns uh, and some others. So maybe they'll look to do this again down the road. But for an inaugural tournament, I think things went really well. Uh, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the NBA 2K League Show. Remember, you can find us on Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel Thursdays and Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time noon central standard time and that is every single week and we bring you lots of entertainment involving the nba 2k league and nba 2k in general so look for lots more content if you miss us on our radio station of course you can find us where all great podcasts are found find us in podcast form at podient stitcher itunes spotify and everywhere else great podcasts are found that's going to do it and for rob kevin and aaron until next week keep it 2000 Six minutes away from your team. So
first title. It's only one quarter till your name hangs with idols. Preparation, everything fundamental, vital. Each game is survival. Never be trusted. I ride a diesel through your town like the Miami Heat. Everywhere in South Beach, they be showing us love. Yeah, 